Welcome back, everyone, to another, another, another episode of Active Recall. Sun's up. What's up, everyone, to another episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. And this is episode 22. To all the listeners that are checking us out right now, thank you so much for checking us out and taking the time to listen to us um, while you're driving to work, while you're walking your dog, cooking, maybe exercising, lifting. (laughs) Thank you for putting us in your lives. We sincerely appreciate it. For the newcomers, though, welcome. We are childhood friends that are actively recalling books that help us succeed in life, help us grow in any endeavor, whether it would be in business, work, <laughs> exercise, health, cleaning, you cooking, name it. <laughs> cleaning, cooking. And since we are friends, we are uh, when we were kids, we have our own stories from our past. And that oh, we can we skip that about. part? Everyone has. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Or any other podcast app, tell a friend, leave a review. We love anything you guys send our way. Uh, you can also find us on any web. Oh, you can find our website <laughs> at activerecall.co or on Twitter at activerecall. And of course, if you want to email us, ask us any questions. Oh, one more change. Let just send it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And but okay, all right. Enough of that, though. Says. Sorry for the interruption. Yeah, just that's yeah, okay. Don't trip. Just uh, <laughs> on the fly. Um, been good. I guess we could do the weekly fitness update. What have I changed? I've been. Uh, I have been keeping up with the kettlebell stuff. Nice. Uh, looking back to what we talked about with uh, the first twenty hours episode. Trying to start it off right. I've been looking at what I can do as far as like training goes and getting personal training to start off right. So I've uh, been looking up different trainers and I think I've, I've found one. Um, I sent an email, so we'll see if we could get that going. But basically if I'm going to be doing these things every day, I want to start it off right and not do like 10,000 bad reps and then slow, <laughs> slowly build up cartilage or something in the wrong places and, or, or calcium build up, whatever it is. Um, how's your so week? So if you're starting this oh, yeah, every day, yeah, I'm sorry. If you're starting this every day, um, I mean, that sounds like a big commitment because every day that's a lot. Uh, have you thought about just doing like three days out of the week first and then kind of build your way up? Well, that's what I like about the program is. Yeah, if, if you're, like, killing yourself in the gym every yeah. day, that's yeah. not going to... Like we talked about earlier this year, I tried that with one of these, like, five-day-a-week programs written for, like, 17-year-olds that read Flex. But, oh. yeah, and then, and then I got <laughs> sick. Um, but in this case, uh, that is a concern in the book, and he says, like, it's it's moderate, so it's closer to, like, practice and that's why have you heard of that where like people say like oh don't think of it as a workout think of it as training (laughs) but anyway it's just like a mindset shift yeah Yeah. it's it's like you're not going to failure on every set instead it's like slowly building up so we'll see how that goes for sure oh i like that that's a good idea oh but to answer your question again yeah my my week's been good again another up and down week, just uh, just trying to grind through it again, as always. Uh, 
Last Sunday, though, I actually had to do a couple videos. I did a video for a bridal shower. And it was funny because I was the only guy there. <laughs> and this was my first time. And I was like, I don't know if this is, like... This is like a good experience. To be honest, I, like I enjoyed it. It was very fun. I I had snacks. I even had a mimosas, and I was like, "Oh, this is this isn't too bad." Uh, until they did party games, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm very sure I shouldn't be here <laughs> because right. it's like all <laughs> all female stuff." You know? Sure. Did you you showed up with the boombox, like, <laughs> the package, and then it's a boombox? <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh, it's, that's that's the thing. I was just like. This is this is a good experience. This is something. It, it to be honest, it was um, like one of the scenes I had to do was uh, was videotape the the house itself, and for that it was actually I thought it would be easy. Then I realized how hard it was when I was trying to get the right angle, like trying to make it look bigger or make the the hallway look a lot more warmer or something like that. Like there was a piano, and I actually had to make it look pretty gangster on the video so what i did was was pan out from from left to right with the keys oh man i can't wait to show the video anyways put uh, a bandana on it <laughs> uh, no <laughs> so anyways um yeah i just did some cinematics did that um and then i'm trying to i've been this whole week i've been going through videos and then Working on some resumes, you know, yeah, you know, just just doing my, just doing some work, man, just doing some work. But uh, been doing well, thank you. So, all good on my side. But just wondering, what are we talking about today, says? Today, we've got Kevin Hart, his book. <laughs> um, I can't make I was this like, up. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, it's it's a biography about his life. And both of us have the audiobook, which is, I feel like it was made audiobook first. Yeah, so most definitely. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, especially with like these comedians books, I think I've talked about this, where with audiobooks, it's really good to get the audiobook version of a book if the author is the one that's reading it. It just right. adds a lot of value to it. They just know how to emphasize uh, they know what they were really like emphasizing with their writing and things like that so but especially yeah. with like comedians because it's mostly jokes and uh, <laughs> a lot of that is lost when it's someone else reading it oh big time um but yeah we we both listened to it i actually i got audible and my sister told me recommended this book to me and i was like oh yeah i mean i i enjoy kevin hart i watched his movies I think I got into his movies first before I got into his actual stand-up, and his stand-up was hilarious, but um, speaking about stand-up, this is basically, this book is basically like that. It's it's listening to his stories, and it was so funny, but I can't believe it's true, but he makes, I can't make this up. Like, he would even repeat that, his title. But um, yeah, so to come back to it, it's a superstar comedian, Kevin Hart, wrote a book about his own life stories. And talked about his childhood and adulthood into what he is today. And since we got this on Audible, he actually talks through this whole book and reads everything from front to back. It's completely different from reading it because you hear his mannerisms, even chuckling while reading his own memoir. It's funny, heartfelt, and even inspirational. Um, so, with that, what do we go into next, Sess? Yeah, so 
if you like comedy, interested in stand-up, he, he, it, he shows, like, the whole career arc. So, um, the three things that we'll talk about, laughing at pain, uh, things that our parents did that turned out right, because we don't like to listen to parents, but uh, <laughs> they end up right. And then, uh, persistence, a common theme in, theme in our show. Um, so, yeah. with laughing at pain, he says, in life... You can choose to cry about the bullshit that happens to you, or you can choose to laugh about it. I choose laughter. Oh, solid, solid, solid quote. So, uh, with each of these sections, uh, the three sections, we'll try to do the excerpt and then the question, like we've done in other episodes. So, uh, my question is, have you ever been bullied, or have you been the bully uh, in your life? And this question comes from... Kevin Hart talks about growing up, he was bullied a lot. Uh, and yeah, just he does give that av- advice of like, if you're being bullied, just, you know, like in the movies, step up to them and then they'll back down. Or they, you know, <laughs> they, they will beat you up, but that is, that takes effort. They get in trouble for doing that and then they'll probably find someone else to bully. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, okay, so have you been bullied, Sus? <laughs> There was this time uh, in high school, I would just, like, yeah. <laughs> joke around with a friend, and then, I, I don't know how it escalated, but, like, one of the jokes was he would throw me into the, <laughs> um, what was it, the, like, the soda machine, or the Powerade machine, or maybe it was, like, a Fruitopia machine. Fruitopia. <laughs> but, <laughs> Fruit-topia. but it, yeah, yeah, and it used to be, like, this joke, but then one day I was like, oh, this isn't that funny, I don't really get to throw him back in it and then <laughs> yeah I, I don't know it occurred to me this was like kind of bullying um yeah. but i mean i it stopped once i said like oh yeah we shouldn't do this. I, did, I probably didn't say we shouldn't do this anymore but you know it stopped pretty pretty easily so it wasn't quite bullying but then at that point i realized this doesn't look good for me <laughs> this isn't going down like the path that i wanted to go down yeah Oh man, that's that, well. I mean, it does sound like it was a a negative, a negative yeah. reaction towards that whole. That sucks, though, man. Did you do you remember? Um, like looking back at it now, was it's just something ridiculous, right? Like you could have, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, big time. Oh, the, there was another time in third grade when um, there was this kid. He was kind of the bully, and then. He was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I'd fight back if, if so-and-so said anything to me. And then um, I was like, no, I don't think you would actually do that. Like, <laughs> he's, like I've never really seen you fight. Um, yeah. But we're third graders, so this, we're not a, this conversation is probably much worse. Um, and then he said, look, I'm going to throw the next kid that walks around the corner into the dirt. And oh, man. Then, <laughs> Uh, like my best friend walks around the corner the very next person and then he does it. he just like throws him in the dirt um, <laughs> starts crying the kid starts crying and then all three of us get pulled in um, by the teacher and then I get in trouble because I, I apparently You're like told him to do that yeah yeah so yeah that that was the only time I could think of where I like I was being the bully um, oh, what about wow, you man. Yeah, so, okay, this happened in Hillcrest, and I remember it was, oh man, I think elementary. it was... Elementary. Like, yeah, elementary school, and um, 
there's this kid that's like I don't know if he was a neighbor or anything, but he was like, I guess he was picking on my sisters or whatever, and I would I would try to do something, but I was tinier than everyone else, <laughs> so I was like the younger one out of all of them. But uh, I remember him just grabbing my backpack and then throwing it over the fence, <laughs> and I was like. I hate you, and uh, he, like, you know, he would do stuff, like, he would pick on me and my sisters for quite some time, until we snitched on him, like, at the, helico- at, at the, uh, we talked to the principal, <laughs> and then, it's not like we got the cops involved, but then the principal's like, I want you guys to walk different directions to your house for a while, like, you know, there's different routes to go right. to the school, so we would do that for a while. And then, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of remember it going into middle school where I would see that guy again and I'd just be like fuming. And then the thing was, he doesn't remember a damn thing that happened. And I was like, what? <laughs> what was, you don't remember, like, I was so mad, but then I started realizing this is just, it's just a passing thing. He's just being a stupid dude. That was it. Um, and now I could think, now I think about it, I could just laugh at it because it's not, it wasn't a big deal, but at least I learned. Hey, at least I should, I should uh, fight with four of my sisters, or like you know, it's family. I might as well deal with something. Uh, that, that was one of the things I always thought about when I thought I was being bullied. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was it, man. Um, I don't think I was ever a bully to anyone else, though. Maybe no, there's no way. <laughs> I was like the nicest kid. I, I Anyways, remember uh, yeah. Yeah, there, there was this bully in like uh, second grade or maybe it was third grade, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it was like <laughs> just like you could picture the bully like out of a movie, just like the the chubby kid, but he's kind of mean. He doesn't really smile, and he would always pick on this one girl. Yeah, and then over like entire year. And then uh, that girl and my mom, not, not that girl and my mom, that girl's mom <laughs> and my mom uh, worked together. And then one day, like, my mom just, like, offhand mentioned, like, oh, yeah, did you know, like, that uh, the bully likes that girl? <laughs> it really, like, opened my eyes. That wasn't my first experience of, like, oh, <laughs> that's how it, like, <laughs> manifests itself. They just pick on someone they like because they don't know. <laughs> How to deal with it? That's uh, <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, I guess like, that's a that's a funny way of looking at it, dude. Okay, so uh, what is the next one, dude? About parents, you said. Yeah. So um, here's the excerpt from the book. It turns out that the things I hated most as a child are the same things that serve me the most as an adult. And one thing that he talks about is just that his mom had this crazy schedule. To, or she she would always schedule things and keep it and stick to the plan and always plan things out. And sometimes he hated that. And also, she would never want to... Uh, the example he gives in the book is they would take, like, the bus two to three hours to get to his aunt's house or, like, um, to, to see uh, his cousins. To Manhattan, yeah, to go to Manhattan no, 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 from no, no, Philadelphia. No. This, this is earlier. No. earlier. This is, oh. uh, like, when he was a kid. And oh, okay, okay. he hated taking the bus with his mom. And it's just, like how long it takes to get across the city. Um, and then he would always try to, or he would try to ask his aunt and uncle for a ride home. Then they would call it out. <laughs> and then his mom would say like, no, 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 you don't have to drive us. We could take the bus. <laughs> and she just didn't want to. That was bur- a good time. Yeah. Just didn't want to burden other people. So 
Um, my question to you is, what's something that, yeah, you did hate as a kid that turned out to be something that has helped you in life? Right. So, uh, growing up, I remember I would always, like, love my weekends, right? I would love going, just, just playing video games, doing whatever, hanging out with you guys, doing anything, but when it came down to it, it would be CCD and church on Sundays, so about half of my Sunday is gone, <laughs> and I hated going to church, and I hated going to um, to CCD, just learning about the religion, right? And, you know, I, to be honest, I didn't like to do any of that, even waking up early in the morning just to go to the base and go to church. I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> but after a while, it was pers- it was pretty constant, consistent, and... Looking back at it now, I I think it wasn't much of an inconvenience for, for video games and stuff. It was just another part of my life that I that I take I, that I keep a part of, and I know you know like I would be like there would be a couple weeks and I'm like, damn, I should go I should go to church. <laughs> it's just, but I, like you know, there's times where I'm just too busy now, and I I look at that I'm like thankful that my parents kind of gave me this this choice of um of Religion, so that was that was something that wasn't that I thought was inconvenience, but wasn't as much of a, a problem now. Uh, what about you? This is just sort of uh, things my dad does, and it's like a common thing. Uh, you know, we just all eventually turn into our parents, but yeah. <laughs> so like growing up, um, my dad would he, he always ran, so like cardio. And then I just noticed myself, like, I, I used to, like, try to not do cardio, like, all my life. And try, and, and you know, it works pretty well uh, if, you, if you, like, lift weights. And not that I'm, like, a super weightlifter guy, but just to, like, maintain weight. But now that the weight's kind of sticking on, um, I have been doing cardio. And just, like, the mental aspect of it is so good. And I could see, like, now why my dad does it every single day. And mm. he has to have it. And I never really understood that, like, even, like, Christmas morning, um, a day after, like, drinking Christmas Eve, uh, like, Christmas Eve party, he'll go to the gym. Yeah. Like, he just loves the gym. And I think I'm starting to, like, enjoy, like, being at the gym. And then also, uh, <laughs> he, he used to drink, um, do you know like what Nalaga is? Anyway, like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so definitely. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So it's basically like you know beef, not stew, but like beef soup, beef soup, stock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that. And stuff, my mom would like pour uh, the soup part into a mug, right? And I always thought it was like this, almost like a caveman thing. Like you know, I, I understand if you drink from like the bowl after you finish eating a bowl of the food but to just pour it straight in the mug it always was like a little embarrassing (laughs) but but then i realized like as an adult not realized but you know culture shifts and there's paleo and all this and bone broths are really healthy and i was paying like 11 bucks to get like this bone broth that comes in a coffee cup (laughs) um yeah, yeah yeah so like uh, which is really good. Uh, shout, shout out to uh, Brodo in <laughs> East Village. Um, but 
yeah, it just turns out like my dad was right about. Or I don't know about right about these things, but um, and then the third one is uh, he runs and he goes to the sauna, and um, yeah, just like finding out how healthy the sauna can be like regularly. And I was in Washington um, for the past couple episodes, and for one of the episodes, I went to or not before the episode, but I went to the gym with my dad, and then. Uh, <laughs> towards the end so he, he did his run i did my workout and then he saw me like across the gym because there's like basketball courts and then he was yelling like hey you want to go to the sauna now <laughs> anyway um good old dad yeah so that's funny okay so with that you know you were explaining how his mom had a crazy crazy schedule and then I was kind of mentioning about, like, I made the mistake where he was taking a bus to Manhattan to Philadelphia, and there was always that crazy schedule, but um, she had the schedule to make sure that Kevin Hart would never mess up or screw around, and the thing I was kind of curious about, if you had a crazy schedule, that was the one thing I was kind of, like, I was really um, surprised about with his work structure, he had everything down to a T because of his mom, um... I was wondering if you had something crazy, like a crazy schedule, or something that you had to do in that time frame to keep a, your schedule busy. The only thing that comes to mind is um, there was a time in college I set things up so that I think I had class from like eight thirty to eleven thirty, three hour block, or like seven thirty yeah. to ten thirty, and I was like, oh sweet, I'm gonna. Um, be out by 10.30. And then I think I had, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays off or something. Or, like, I don't know. Oh, so, wow. so No, 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 that's not true. But, um, yeah, that wasn't a crazy... I, I would just end up, like, at 10.30 just taking a nap for, like, four <laughs> hours. Not, not a good example. What about you? Have you had a crazy schedule? Yeah, so it's... Right, so it brings back recently what I've done when I was in school again. I had a full-time job. Full-time job, my boss could only give me eight hours off. So I still had to split the days up accordingly from monday wednesday friday saturday 8 a.m to 4 30 to work i had class monday tuesday wednesday at night from 5 30 to 7 p.m and then 7 p.m to 10 15 p.m then i had morning class from 9 a.m to 10 15 a.m on those tuesday thursdays then clap then back to class at 5 30 p.m to 7 p.m tuesday and thursday so my schedule is work then head to school then school in the morning study during that time frame in between that that block and then back to work on the following day, five days, and then work on the weekend. And this happened for a good year and a half. And that was probably the most insane schedule I've ever had to, like, if I kind of petered away from it, like, if I, if my Sunday, I just, let me sleep for, like, a couple more hours, (laughs) I would have, I, I would need time to do, like, you know, the daily chores, the bills, the going to the gym you know what i couldn't even go to the gym for a good i guess a month in like sometimes two months just because i was studying or getting stuff done and looking back at it now that was actually one of the most insane scheduling that i've ever done that i plan on not doing ever again in my life but it gave me a good backbone of um structure if that makes sense yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. The structure is important. Um, you'll hear about like people that you know <laughs> quit the nine to five and then pursue their own thing, and then they struggle with like not having, not knowing how to set their schedule up. But it, yeah, yeah, it reminds me of like college. Um, 
had a lot of free time. My grades were pretty bad by one quarter. <laughs> then I got a job at like the help desk, and you'd think like, oh, now the job means I have less time to study, but having yeah. like some kind of schedule. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it just I gives you like definitely agree. Yeah, it, it makes you push forward. The problem is like if you get too like down to like the five minutes <laughs> it's like once something slips then it can make your day like fall apart so exactly yeah. exactly so if, for example if i was working one of those 8 a.m to 4 30 p.m's and if i was like uh, you know there's got to be about 30 minutes of time frame to to hit the traffic and get to school and if i had to work just a little late yeah. it would screw up everything so i would be late for 5 30 my 5 30 class and then the, the thing that sucked about um, some of my classes was that I only had about a 15 minute time frame in between. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, don't get me wrong. 15 minutes is, I guess sounds long, but if you're walking from one end to the school to the next, just to go to the other class, that's not enough time For sure. <laughs> try to eat, try, try to go to the bathroom. But anyways, enough of that. Uh, what is the last excerpt of the book that we both love so much? So yeah, kind of with schedules and planning, it sounded like you showed a lot of persistence so uh do you want to get this extra you got it dude number one persistence more than anything my willingness to be persistent is responsible for the success i've had my mindset is it's okay to fail but it's not okay to quit struggle rejection failure and double and doubt break most people (laughs) your goal is to learn from these challenges without letting them diminish your motivation the secret to accomplishing this <clears throat> accomplishing this is simple. Let yourself be driven by your will to succeed rather than your fear of not succeeding. Sess, nice. do you remember the first time you were on stage? Yeah. So, first time on stage that comes to mind is 8th grade talent show. Oh, no way. Which was like a... Um, <laughs> Darren's dance curse. Yeah, so we did a... Um, I imagine there, there there was probably something before that. I, I remember it was like... Probably like we did the um, Christmas song. How do you... Feliz Navidad. First like CCD class or something. But, <laughs> uh, no, I think it was like an elementary school, actually. It, it was... Yeah. We we just openly celebrated Christmas. And it was... It was like, now that I think back to it... Um, uh. Huh. Anyway, you know, different time. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, the the eighth grade dance we did, it was to Jordan Knight, and then, I, I want to say it was Enrique Iglesias, but it wasn't. Um, I forget what the other song was. But, yeah, it was uh, six of us. The spotlight really was on us. And then it used to be eight of us. One of the members, my she, she was my partner. She had to go to, like, Oklahoma City. And so she couldn't make it. So you'd think since she's uh-huh. my partner, they'd kick me out. But it didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> you might know our co-host, our third host sometimes, Jason. He was kicked out instead. <laughs> and then the partners were rearranged. Jason came <laughs> back. They had an NSYNC group uh, to do Bye Bye Bye. And they placed higher than us. I think they may have even won. So, no, I don't... Th- yeah, I think they won. So he always holds oh my it over God. us so, that we yeah. um, kicked <laughs> him like, out. Hey, oh, but, I, but yeah, I remember like being. <laughs> I, I, I remember like n- not being nervous uh, <laughs> to to like 
go on stage until we got there and then you look and it's like oh the whole school's here to watch this <laughs> it's, it's a lot of faces so yeah um, a lot of eyeballs, what about yeah. you yeah dude honestly with anything about performance it was recital when i was playing the piano um I was playing the piano as a kid and played it in some church with a bunch of people that I don't even know personally, except for my family. And it was just a bunch of these people with VHS tape recorders and people, you know, with that over-the-shoulder camera. <laughs> it was probably the first time being nervous with my, you know, palms sweaty. But um, I can't remember the song I first played, but it was it was the practice that saved my life to get through that whole recital. Like, I remember looking at my parents or looking at my sisters, and I could see my sisters don't want to be there, but, you know, I had to perform. <laughs> and um, I just remember that I just, I was like, I need someone to be here next to me while I'm playing this piano. I had Mr. Burke sit next to me and just help me with the uh, flipping the pages of the the music. And I was able to, like, since he was just like my, my crutch uh, I was able to get through the performance just by playing the piano, putting my head down, playing the piano, and that was it, man. That was like it was practice that got me going, going through that whole performance. You know, now I think of, I think Junior and John were there too, and they killed it. They like, and, oh yeah, okay, it was, it was they were, like one of them performed like a really good song, and then I was next. So I was like playing. So, I think ah, I can't remember that one. There, anyways, anyways. Um, so with persistence, uh, we had from everything else. We basically this was the theme of the book. It's it's how he became famous, and to be honest, it was it was very inspirational that he had to go through so much to get to where he was, to where he is now. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do like the idea of persistence, and um, one thing that I did. Like, is he says something like, uh, we don't, a lot of life and like a lot of success is making the right choices, even though you, it's like blind right choices. Like you don't really know what the other choices are, um, in a way, like you, you don't know that you're making this important choice at the time, but then it turns out to be really important. So I guess the thing here is he also attributes a lot of it to luck. Um, and this goes back to yeah. something me, you, and Jason talked about in an earlier episode is, like, um, that idea of, like, you make your own luck versus you just get lucky, like, blind luck. Like, um, But he, he does believe in, like, that he did get lucky, but he also worked hard to get lucky. So yeah, he, he was able definitely. to, yeah, to get, like, network with the right people and things like that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a good story about like he, uh, his girlfriend didn't like him uh, going to New York all the time because they lived in Philadelphia. And oh, then yeah. uh, one time he says like uh, he's like I'm building my career up. I have to go there. And he's like, okay, so um, just come with me and you'll see like you'll see me working the struggle. And then she goes, she sees him <laughs> joking around with people um, it, at like comedy places then watches funny things has a grand old time is what it looks like <laughs> uh just completely backfires <laughs> on him so um that's good man all right so going back we had laughing at the pain about uh choosing to cry about the bullshit that happens to you or you could choose to laugh or cry and 
you know, you know us. We 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 choose laughter as well. Uh, we talk about our parents always right. It turns out that we eventually might become our parents. <laughs> and persistence. Now with persistence, we always tell you guys always push through. Always, you know. We even talked about how on stage, you know, the discomfort, the nervousness. Um, I do want to say one thing about discomfort, and this is one of the things that I enjoyed about in this book is that. Uh, it's it's about achieving things. Um, we need to have discomfort. If you want to get far in life, then never get too comfortable. Uh, don't stop. Don't rest. Don't be satisfied. As soon as you get comfortable, you're pressing a brake and halting your forward motion. Um, it seems like every self-help book ever published, it looks like it's some sort of um, theme to that. But it's not. this is not an original idea. And... You don't create change by being comfortable, and that's that's one of the things of achieving your goals. And because of Kevin Hart, that was I I really took that into consideration. So even though I know there's times of the ups and downs, appreciate the downs. Be happy for the ups. Sess, uh, anything else you want to put in? That was pretty good. That's a pretty good way to close it. Um, we usually laugh, but I almost cried. So, um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, thanks for listening. And yeah. I'm going to try to write this, um, Kevin. I'm, I'm reading Bret Hart's biography also. And the only connection oh, is Kevin they have Hart the same Brett. last name. So I've been thinking about for writing sure. like a Bret Hart and Kevin Hart comparison. Of career tra- trajectories. Um, oh my gosh, that's good. This this is not a bad joke. I'm I'm, re- I'm really writing it, so or t- thinking about writing it, so it will be a bad article, and you know. Um, so keep you an eye it. out for that. Uh, <laughs> you got and it. then you can find us on ActiveRecall.co. You can find Ooh. Wally on WalterAmedia.com, and oh, you can sick. find the, us on Twitter at. Active Recall. Perfect. Killed it, man. All right, dude. Again, thank you guys. Uh, If you guys want to check out Kevin Hart's book, check it out on Audible. One of the best books ever. Sess, good hearing from you, man. Good to hear from you. This was a good one. Let's do, like, one call to action. So if you hear this, the show notes should be up. Let us know what if you've been bullied, if there's something your parents did that ended up being right. Uh, this is three things. Um, just add a comment to the show notes. <laughs> That's all. It could be about anything on the show. Sweet. Perfect, dude. Good call to action. All right, Sus. <laughs> take it easy, man. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, have a good yeah one. you take it easy. Uh. All right. All right. And <laughs> cut. Cut. Perfect. Jeez. <laughs>